If the first time you learned about your unconscious beliefs was in my podcast a few episodes ago, then you might be wondering what I was wondering when I learned this, which was, okay, great. So if I have all these unconscious beliefs that are controlling my life, how can I figure out what they are so that I can start to make changes in my life? So if that's a question that you're having, let's address that in this episode. Hey friends, I'm Lindsay Ashworth, and this is the Celebration Effect Podcast, the podcast that gives you the tools and knowledge you need to stop living for the someday and start celebrating the now. Together, we'll celebrate our minds, bodies, and souls, and realize that life is cause for celebration. I'm so grateful you're here. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Celebration Effect podcast. I am so glad you're with me today. As you know, we've talked a lot in the past few episodes about our brain, the power of our brain, the power of our mind, and how we can use it for or against manifesting the life of our dreams. And we're going to continue that conversation today. We're going to be talking about our unconscious beliefs. So a few episodes ago, we talked about how our unconscious identity formed by beliefs that we accumulated basically in the first six years of our lives are really controlling our life as we know it today. And so I want to talk about those. I want to know how we identify those because if, if the key to change is recognizing our unconscious beliefs and changing them, then what exactly are those beliefs, right? And as we enter a new year, if you're thinking about setting New Year's resolutions, you're thinking, what are the goals that I want to hit in 2020? Man, 2020, I can't believe that. I love saying it too. I'm just going to keep saying it. 2020, like it sounds so awesome. And so hopefully we can make 2020 the best year ever, right? And how do we do that? Well, the first thing we need to do is understand what our unconscious beliefs are so that we can make changes and reach our highest potential. So when you start to think about your unconscious beliefs, I know for me, when I first kind of dipped my toe into this whole idea, I was like, okay, what are my unconscious beliefs, right? Like, I need to figure this out so I can fix my life. <laughs> and at first, you're kind of like, okay, I kind of think I know what they are, right? All the kind of surface things that you kind of know about yourself, right? It's like, okay, well, my self-image, maybe that's not very good, so maybe that's part of it. Or, you know, I kind of care a lot about what other people think, you know, maybe that's part of it. You know, you start to kind of look inward and you go like, well, you know, what are these? How, how am I supposed to figure this out? But as it actually turns out, it's pretty easy to figure it out because it really is all around you. Your unconscious beliefs are reflected in your life. And I like to think about this. Have you guys seen the Sassy Gay Friend uh, videos on YouTube? If you haven't, they were such a big part of my 20s, so please watch them. They're so funny. But he says, look at your life, look at your choices, <laughs> okay? And what I mean by that is when you look around your life, your unconscious beliefs, as we talked about, really make up 
95% of the choices you make, of the beliefs that you have, the ideas that you create in your mind, because of that, your world starts to reflect those things, right? When you look around you, you're going to see exactly what is in your unconscious beliefs. So these are things like your bank account, right? So when you look at your bank account, when you look at your monthly statement, maybe your credit card bills, your credit, your loans, your savings account, what you believe about money is going to be reflected there. So if you have kind of a lack of money, there might be a lack of value for money there. What about health and fitness? Let's think about that. How you eat and how you exercise is a direct reflection of your beliefs about those things. For example, you know, if you don't work out regularly, then that's an, that's an unconscious belief that you don't value working out. And I'm not saying this is good or bad. I'm just, just saying this in general. So let's take, for example, maybe being in a relationship. You know, if you are constantly dating or marrying people who are unkind to you, maybe, then, or maybe they don't value you, it's because on an unconscious level, you do not value yourself. When you look around and you see the world, it's a direct reflection of your unconscious beliefs. So I've heard this quote before that says, life doesn't test you it reflects you. So a lot of times when you get into these patterns, you could look at relationships as a really good one because you have multiple relationships over your life and you start to see patterns, right? What what is the common thread that's, you know, running through those? Are the is that person undervaluing you? Maybe not. Maybe you have great relationships. That is such a good example when you start to look at your patterns over your life with your money, with your relationships, with your jobs, with you know everything that's going on in your life, that is a great way to see what is underlying in your unconscious beliefs. And one of the things that you might think is, okay, I want to make some changes to my life. And so because of that, I I need to change my unconscious belief. The first thing we think about is like, okay, I'm going to take action. And you see this a lot at the beginning of the year. I don't actually go to the gym anymore, but I used to. I always hated January because everybody would come to the gym in January and I couldn't get a parking spot or I'd have to sign up for a treadmill because everybody was there at the same time and it was so freaking annoying. But then like two, three weeks later, it was back to normal again. Thank God, right? But the reason for that is because actions don't change your unconscious belief. So in that situation, if you're trying to change an unconscious belief that you don't value exercise and you think, okay, I'm going to go out and I'm going to, I'm going to exercise. That's my goal this year. That's my new year's resolution. Well, action doesn't change your unconscious beliefs. I think another really great example of this is when you hear stories about people who have lost a ton of weight. Either they gain it all back, which we've kind of seen with Oprah, or they just are unconsciously still of the mindset that they're bigger people. This actually played out, I'm a super fan of Bravo, anyone else? I'm definitely going to BravoCon next year. Hopefully, maybe they'll lower the price. (laughs) 
On Million Dollar Listing New York, if you guys have watched that, there's a newer character, I guess you could say, on there named Tyler Whitman. And he talked about this very same thing. So he used to be overweight. Uh, I'm not sure exactly how, you know, how much he weighed, but I think he talked about how he lost over 100 pounds, which is just life-changing, right? And he talked about this very same thing, which was that even though he looks in the mirror and sees a much thinner person than he used to be, he can't help but feel like that quote-unquote fat person that he used to be. It's like he can't even see his own reflection in the mirror. And given what we know about unconscious beliefs, what we've talked about in the past. And again, if you didn't listen to some of the previous podcasts about how we develop those unconscious beliefs, make sure to go back and check that out because that will really give you a foundation for where we get these ideas. So it totally makes sense because on an unconscious level for him, he sees himself as a fat person. So what he's done over the years is he has looked in the mirror, had self-talk, been told probably from other people that he is a fat person. So it has been automated over and over and over. And as we know, when something is automated over and over, you take it into your unconscious mind and it becomes an unconscious belief. It becomes part of your identity. That's why it's so hard to make change is because when that is in your unconscious mind, it's so hard that even though you're taking all this action, even though he lost all of this weight, he's still showing up in life as a fat person. He still sees himself. He still believes himself to be that older person that he, he used to be. And what your brain will do when your unconscious mind believes something is it shows you things in your life that match, that correspond with your beliefs. So what happens is when your unconscious identity is not feeling aligned with where you are in your reality, in your world, your brain is going to start to make you aware of things in order to line up with your unconscious beliefs. That's why that quote, your brain doesn't align your beliefs to fit your life, it aligns your life to fit your beliefs. That really explains a lot about why we see so many people maybe gaining the weight back, like Oprah, or just going back to their old behavior. Because if your unconscious identity isn't someone who is thin, then your life is going to line up to fit that. Another great example of this actually is with money. You see this a lot with people who maybe grew up with, you know, not a lot of things and then they, you know, get rich. Maybe they win the lottery or they become a huge star really quickly overnight and, you know, they're blessed with all this money, but then all of a sudden they go broke, right? What, what about that? Um, Remember that Michael Jackson documentary where he goes around like buying all of those like crazy things? Did you guys see that? So funny. And, and didn't Michael Jackson end up going bankrupt at some point? And so that's exactly the same thing as the weight loss. Your unconscious identity is not a rich person in that case. And so what happens is your brain starts to 
starts to align with your belief that you are not a rich person. So it it has you spend the money. And that's a lot of times where things like you hear self-sabotage come in because you sabotage yourself not because you don't want more money because you do want more money, but your subconscious mind is programmed. You have, you have automated over time that that's not who you are. You're not a rich person. You're not a thin person. So what it's going to do is start to align your life to fit that belief. And that's why I think that quote is so poignant when you really understand it. And that's why I love how you can really combine this whole idea of the universal laws, like the law of attraction that we've talked about before, and your brain. They really do come together and you start to see it when you look at this. When you think about the law of attraction, you think, okay, I want to be vibrationally aligned with the things that I want. But here is such a great example about how your mind, your subconscious mind is not vibing on that same level. You may say you want to lose weight, right? You may say you want to have more money, but your subconscious mind is still vibrating at the level at which your, your subconscious beliefs are vibrating at. In, in the book, Conversations with God, he says, you know, it's the thought behind the thought. So again, you may have a thought like, I want these things, but you're really programmed. Those programmed unconscious thoughts are the ones that are running the show, right? So those are the things that we need to focus on and to make changes to in order to start vibrating with the things that we want. So of course, the next question then is, okay, how do I change my subconscious thoughts? If this is really what I want, if this is really what I'm moving towards, how do I get rid of this crap that I learned when I was six years old? And that is such a great question. One of the things that probably took me a while to really understand, and even now I struggle with it a little bit, it's the idea of be, do, have, okay? So you may have heard this before, but be, do, have. It's the idea that most people live by the idea of have, do, be, okay? So if I have something, then I can do something, and then I will be something. So just let's let's give an example of this. Um, let's take a relationship, for example. So the common thing with like a relationship, let's say, is if I had a better relationship, then I could do more things like laugh with my partner, do really fun things with them, maybe buy them gifts, do chores for them, do things that would make them happy, let's say, and then I would be happy, right? But the funny thing is, it's actually completely wrong. The model is totally turned around. What you need to do is to be, to do, to have. So if I, instead of waiting to have that great relationship, you need to be the kind of person that shows up as having a wonderful, loving, committed relationship. Who would you have to be to have that kind of relationship? What if you started showing up as the person who had the best relationship, 
right? And you might be saying, oh, my partner, they're this and that. They never do this. They never do that, blah, blah, blah. If I just had a better relationship, then I would do more for them and then I would be happy. But instead, you could say, if I showed up, if I would be a committed person, if I really committed and I showed up as someone who had a great relationship, then I'd start doing those things that were in line with that vibration and then I would have a good relationship, right? Because oftentimes it's a ripple effect, right? You start showing up like that, then you start doing things, then you start noticing that your partner is starting to notice that. Oh, wow, she's being so caring. She's being so loving. She's being all these things. And then you'll notice, oh my gosh, my partner is starting to show up differently as well because they start to vibrationally align with that. Now, of course, that's not everyone's relationship and it's not always going to turn out that way. But that is such a good example of how you can set it up to start being the change that you wish to see. Let's take another example. If you started to be the kind of person who lived a healthier life. Maybe you're looking to work out more, get fit, whatever it may be. What kinds of things is that person thinking about? If you I, if you just drew out that kind of person that you're trying to be, right? What kind of, who? what is she thinking about every day? What does she, who, who is she showing up as? And then what kinds of things would she do? Would she go to the gym? Would she pack her bag the night before? Would she pre-make her food? These kinds of things. So once you start to develop the beingness of that person, you'll start to do those things and then you'll start to have the body you want. You'll start to have the health that you want. So it's this be, do, have model that is the first stepping stone to making these changes in your life, to start to understand how to really get rid of these unconscious beliefs so that we can make positive changes in our lives and start to be the people, the kind of people that we're trying to be. So for me specifically, I'll just give you a a good example of this. You know, I decided about a year ago that I wanted to make changes in people's lives, that the stuff that I'm sharing with you was so interesting and so life-changing to me that I wanted to share it with you so that you could make changes in your life too. But you know, all of these, these limiting beliefs, these unconscious beliefs show up, well, you don't really know that much. And oh, who are you to be telling these people, you know, how to live their lives? And who are you? What kind of changes have you made in your life? And you're not the kind of person who does a podcast. You're not a blogger. You're not all of these things, right? So all of these things start to show up. So I had to start to become the kind of person who gives advice, right? I am embodying the person now in talking to you guys here. I am taking those actions because I am being the kind of person who can help you to make change. So that's just a really good example of maybe not a money or a relationship, but maybe in like your goals in your life. What kind of person you have to start showing up as in order to get one step closer to your goals? So I just want you guys to think about that this week. Think about how you can start showing up in your life to start reaching your highest goals because I am here to show you that if you can dream it, you can do it.
And before what you've learned on this podcast, you might think, oh, that's so cliche. You know, people can't just have or be, you know, whoever they want to be. That's just such a thing you say to small children, right? But now that we know the way that our brain works, we can use that and realize it is actually true. You can be what you want. You can do whatever you want, but you've got to fix these things first because these things are what the foundation of what we've been brought up to believe and and the way that we live. So if we can change these things, we can change our life. And I just want to remind you guys that I am opening up my fitness and mindset membership very, very soon called the Celebration Effect Membership. And you guys can check this out at atouchofla.com slash celebrate. And it's going to be everything we're talking about here. I'll be featuring fitness influencers every month so that you can start to really celebrate your body and realize that there's free workouts everywhere that you can take advantage of. And in the mindset portion of the membership, we're going to be really working on some of the things that we talk about in this podcast. It's going to go way beyond just the knowledge. We want to know how to apply these things through mindset challenges and coaching and how we practice gratitude, self-love, positivity, manifestation, all of these things to really help improve our lives and celebrate our minds, bodies, and souls. So make sure to go check that out at atouchofla.com slash celebrate so we can start celebrating together. So that's it from me this week, you guys. I hope you have a wonderful week and I hope you take a little time to celebrate your life.